Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How you How's doing? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm pretty good. Getting sleepy, though. No, the, no, no. No, the last show I said I'm just bebopping along. That's right. It's been a long day, but yep. I, I've been sitting here podcasting for a while, and it's slowly hitting me. We have a good Disney Cruise Line news. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited on just all the new stuff. I love the new stuff. So, Steve, start us off. Oh, What's just, going on? What's this news? I'll intro it, then you guys jump in. So, Disney Cruise Line has purchased a new uh, cruise ship. That's crazy. It was kind of a uh, a, a ship that was going bankrupt, uh, and it was 75% complete for the Asian market, and uh, and it was kind of touted as this new, unbelievable, new technology slash theme park at sea. So it is kind of a good fit. And uh, Disney made an offer and, you know, the place was bankrupt and there's a giant cruise ship that, I mean, some of the videos that we saw of it when we were watching were from like 2017, 2019. Yeah, Yeah, that's when they started building the ship. So it's pretty far along in 2022. It's so amazing that they can build these kind of structures and that they float. (laughs) But Sharpie, we were talking about all the other Disney ships and then now we're adding this one. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be big. All right, Sharpie, what did we start with? News wise, but also just physical size and capacity. Everything. So what was Disney's first ship? Oh, I don't have that one on here, but magic. Yes. Yep. Magic is first. And then Steve, what came next? Wish. What? Magic. No, what is geez. it? Come on. It's Steve. a W. Wonder. Good gracious. Oh, the wish is the latest. Yeah. Sorry. Wonder. I think I'm not the only sleepy one. Magic and wonder. Yeah. And then we went to the dream, Fantasy. which was a different size and capacity. Mm-hmm. Those are bigger. Yeah. And that was actually so long ago. Yeah. Um, The fantasy. Yeah. And then just recently we had the wish. Well, and then we had the magic. Yeah, because the when you think about it, the magic dream, was first. I'm sorry, the dream. Twelve years You're ago. Sleepy. I'm sorry. Yeah, the dream was twelve years ago. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, and then the wish finally came. Wow. Yeah, and that's right when we started. So we didn't get to do an inaugural with that, but we did get the the privilege of doing an inaugural on uh, the fantasy, yep. as well as the wish. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but now you know we've got the wish. And then slated to come out in 2024, we've got the Disney Treasure. So that yeah, well, ha- the Maiden Voyage wasn't until 2011. Like it actually launched in 2010, but the Maiden Voyage uh, was until January 26th of 2020, 2011. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, we've got an unnamed ship that is scheduled to come out in 25. And then we have this new one that Steve's talking about. It is also coming out in 25. So that'll be interesting. Um, they do have the gross tonnage at 208,000 gross tons, but they don't know how many staterooms because they're going to have to probably reconfigure some things. From what I understand, and Sharpie, Steve, you guys can correct me if I have this backwards, but the Asian market prefers larger cabins to, you know, all kinds of 
fancy balconies. They'd rather have space than that um, out, outdoor exterior access. Does that ring true with what you've heard? Oh, I don't know. See, typically, their their state rooms are smaller. I would think they, yeah, that's what I think I had heard. Or maybe they wanted more people in the room, so they had more options. Th- there are more, I, I believe on this ship, there are more room types than what Disney would typically build. Yeah, so that's the other point on this ship. So this new ship, that will be coming out in 2025 is slated to not be sailing in the U S market. So I'm guessing the Asian market, cause that's where these other ships that were built by the same manufacturer before this are sailing. And then all the videos that I've watched are for the Asian market. So, and you think like, so that could be popular because Disney has the theme park in China and they have the or two theme parks in China, and then they have the one in Japan. Um, so there could be a draw for this Disney themed in the Asian market. But this ship is huge, two hundred and eight thousand gross tons, versus the new Disney Treasure that'll be coming out, which is one hundred and forty four thousand gross tons. So two hundred eight versus one oh or one forty four, and those in those ships like the Wish. And the Disney treasure, they are massive. So those, the Disney treasure, which is, which will be out in 2024 and the Disney, which, which is already out holds 4,000 people for passengers. This one's slated for 6,000 passengers. Well, and there's so much hype around the Royal Caribbean icon. Oh, the icon. So the icon, is it come out in 25? I didn't write it down. So the, the icon is 7,600 guests at double occupancy. Well, at max capacity. Yeah. So double occupancy would be a little bit less than that, like 2,000 less. But they, if they fill up their triples and quads, oh, yeah. then it's 7,600 guests. 7, the, big, the big trend in the industry for the last 10 years has been reducing the number of inside staterooms because when you when your cruise line reaches enough room capacity your average room rate drops yeah so you would rather have people spending a moderate budget on a decent outside stateroom than a much smaller budget on an inside stateroom well, and a lot of times there's such a, a nominal difference between an inside and an um, ocean view. It, it could be $100 for the entire cruise. Right. Or like tw- $25 to $35 per person for the length of the cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So it's crazy. So like, so the icon is still bigger in, uh, which, which is Royal Caribbean ship that is coming out. Which well, is- that one's what? two two hundred and fifty one. Almost 251,000. So it's yeah, it's almost 251,000 gross tons versus this one that Disney's buying from Global, uh, which is 208. So the icon's definitely already bigger. The I, so the icon universe or uh, universal Royal Caribbean ship with passengers, uh, and crew 9,950 people. 
It's almost 10,000 people on that ship. That's that to me is unreal. And so, and then Disney's ship is 6,000 plus 2,300 is 8,300 total. That's unbelievable compared to what do we got? 4,000 plus crew on the other ones, which are already massive. I don't know. It's like double. And then you think back when we went on Thanksgiving on uh, Regent, there were 400 people on the ship. <laughs> so here's my thing. This is my personal thing. And evidently I am not in the majority on this. Like Lisa said, we went on a Regent cruise that was like, what, 400 people? There were 400, but capacity and, was like 700. Yeah. And the ship only holds 700 guests, but it has like some ridiculous amount of staff to guests. So you have like amazing service. I love that type of cruise. Like before, like the small Disney ships or the smaller ships, I really enjoy. I I don't, the bigger is better to me is, is not how I operate. So I know these ships are amazing and have all kinds of stuff on them. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. You really enjoyed um, the Quantum. I did like the quantum. You like the bumper cars and all the spaces that we could go visit. The thing I, the thing I don't like about big ships, but I am definitely in the minority. I don't like going on a vacation and, and having the crowds and the scheduling and the booking and the not the missing out and, and the, um, having to wait forever to do things or having to pay extra to do like these ships have all the things, at least some of the brands, like they'll have go-karts and all kinds of stuff, but they're all, but majority of that is extra. So I, I don't enjoy that either. Or so anyways, I don't know. So it'll be interesting. Maybe I'll change if I get on the icon of the seas, which is Royal Caribbean's or Disney's giant ship. If it's ever an opportunity to ride on that or uh, sail on that. Uh, before it's uh, over in Asia. If, if it is in Asia, that's going to be our first opportunity. Well, my first, I think your first to, to go to Asia. Yeah. That'll be cool. I mean, we're going to have to do it because, any way you look at it. So I watched the video. So here's the thing. So the ship is 75% complete. So Disney got it for a steal. They're, it's a great way for them to break into this Asia market and see what's how it does. Um. But basically, you know, the footings for the roller coaster on the top and the slides and it's all pretty well, it's got to be pretty well done. And so I watched the videos of what this ship was supposed to look like and it's pretty cool. So I can, I can tell that they're going to retheme the roller coaster to be some Disney intellectual property and the water slides and the restaurants, um, but they just have to work within the boundaries of how this thing was already built. It has eight escalators, which is kind of cool. The, and they're the first escalators at sea. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I never even thought about um, because that, and there's 28 elevators. Um, but the escalators is a nice idea because you don't have to wait and then go, oh, I'll catch the next one or you can't get in. or. Um, and I didn't, I'm like, yeah, escalator, escalators make a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah. And it's got, so the other thing it has is a ton of technology 
which will be interesting. At least the the original version um, in the video. Facial fa- uh, facial recognition for paying, for getting on, for getting off. Yep. Um, yeah, you, but for the purchases, that's weird. Yeah. Just like scan your face. Yeah. Look into the screen. Well, I mean, they do that at passport control, at border yeah. control. So um, using your iPhone to unlock your stateroom door. It had all that built in. It had the little robots that run around the floors and make deliveries and give you directions. And so that, so if it, if all that stays with Disney, it's got a crazy amount of technology. Um, I wonder if it has a casino. It did. It does in the photos. So it, it'll be interesting to see if Disney uses that or if they, change that space into something else. They'll change that space. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. Could be. Although we didn't think there'd be alcohol in the magic kingdom. Use that, especially if the space is adjacent, they will use that to build out bigger and better kids clubs. Yeah, that's that's true. Something that no one in the cruise industry does like Disney does or yeah. dedicates the amount of space yeah. like Disney does That's to true. the kids clubs. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, because this ship, yeah, the one thing I did not see was kid club space in the videos. So, yeah, yeah so that makes sense. they do sense. need to pick up space for those. It has, similar to Royal Caribbean, the big window areas that, you know, are like three stories high uh, just to kind of sit and watch in the either in the front or back of the and like, ship. That's the crazy thing about when, when you think about going on a cruise vacation, why do you go on a cruise vacation? To be on the ocean, Mm -hmm. see the sights. Think about how many generations it took to build cruise ships that played up all of the ocean views. Yeah. (laughs) I I go on cruises. It's kind of crazy. I go on cruises for the trivia. Is that not the right answer? That's true. Well, I mean, there's that too, but you know. Okay. But you, you could see in the concept art of the original ship, like, the which is similar to the Royal Caribbean ship we were just on. Um, it has these huge, like three story panoramic panoramic views uh off the back of the <laughs> ship. Fun. Um and then at night it turns into a show and they have these screens that drop down over the windows. Uh oh, yeah. and they do projections on them and all that. And then it had that similar uh vibe in the concept art and video. We saw whales out of those windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have a movie theater in the original on the original ship. Tons of shopping, dining locations, suites. Um, the rooms have the uh, double bathrooms in the video I saw. So that's something Disney does, where they split that's the good. where they split the bath. I think the standard rooms had that. Um, it does look like it has a in the concept art a ton of balconies. Um, maybe a central park type area and a huge theme park on the top with a roller coaster and water slides and wave or a surf simulator and all that kind of stuff. So, but like the little roller coaster thing, it which is similar to a video I just watched on uh, carnival that has a roller coaster. This is the largest roller coaster at sea, the longest. Um, but the little vehicle only holds two people. Yeah. The, the load time on that is going to be. So that's the thing. Like it's either going to be an extra cost or the load time is going to be, you know, you got 6,000 people on there. 
and you got a a ride that loads two people, <laughs> at least from what I could tell. Maybe you would have more than one car out at a time. Maybe. Although it's similar to um, the uh, aqueduct or whatever, right? I mean, they put two people in one of those rafts and they basically wait till they're almost all the way, all the way around before the next one goes. So it's pretty slow going. Um, but that, you know, you got to be wet and all that. So not everybody wants to ride it where I think a standard roller coaster, you'd have a lot more people that would be willing to get on. Um, so I don't know, or it's going to have a cost or, or it's going to have a tremendous weight. So it looks cool. So we got another, so it's uh 2022. Now we have another ship coming out Disney in, uh, 2024, which is the Disney treasure. And then we have a two ships coming out from Disney in 2025, one us. And then this other one, that's probably Asian market. Hmm. And then in our other show, we did Epic universe opens in 2025 summer. So it's going to be a lot of stuff. We got some cool stuff coming. I like it. Travel is open. In wholesale fashion. <laughs> yes. And Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas, which is even bigger than all of them. <laughs> which I forget. Rob is going to be so mad at me. You know what it is, Lisa? When's the date for Icon of the Sea? All right. I'm going to have to look. Hurry up. Type it in. Icon of the Sea, 20 decks. Eight, 18 of them are guest decks. Seven pools, nine whirlpools. Six record-breaking water slides. 1,000. January 2024. All right, so that's 2024. So that's January 2024. That's when um, Disney's Treasure comes out. It comes out in 2024 as well. Interesting. Lots of competition, especially going after Disney with Universal and uh, Royal Caribbean. But the ship, it dev is they definitely painted it up to look like the standard Disney cruise ship, but it's just massive. And it doesn't have the style or 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 sophisticated profile that Disney Cruise Line yeah. ships have traditionally had. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Do you like the big ships or the smaller ships, Sharpie? Yeah, honestly, I, I've been on the Magic and the Wonder. Yep. And the Dream. Okay. So the Dream's larger. And like the, the, our, 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 our upcoming cruise with Royal Caribbean is going to be my largest ship ever. Oh, so. yeah, that'll be big. So you'll have to see. I don't know. Uh, the Disney does a good job of making like on the wish, which is the newest Disney ship, which is pretty big. Uh, 4,000 people. They do a good job of making small intimate spaces. Uh, even in, in a large ship. So. And they're getting better. You know, all those ships have figured out how to get people on and off in a timely fashion and all of that also. But, I don't know. 
I feel like a push to luxury and service and exclusive, I don't know, exclusive benefits and really cool amenities would be more exciting. Maybe it's because I'm older. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting because I don't think you'd say that 10 years ago. Versus like, I don't know. Versus 8 billion things on a cruise ship with 9,900 people or something. Well, it really does all depend on on what type of vacation yeah, you're looking for. It, is, it does. If you're looking for more of like a, a small boutique type of vacation where all of your programming on the ship reflects what you're going to be doing in the port with like history lectures and art yeah, appreciation lectures different. and music le- like – it's just a completely different style of vacation. Yep. It is true. And these larger ships allow you to, they're more affordable. They allow a a lot more people to have a family cruise. And then everybody has something they could do from skydiving, ice skating, like bumper cars to just reading a book. So you kind of covers everything. It, It really is kind of more of a, a bespoke vacation versus something that's mass market. Yeah. So, but they are offering, I mean, the ships are getting crazy. Literally amusement park at sea. So, but Disney cruise line is amazing. And the Royal Caribbean ships, the new Royal Caribbean ships are amazing too. You got anything, Lisa? I don't. I'm good. When's your sharp, Sharpie? When's your Royal Caribbean cruise? Oh, that's soon. This week? Oh, it's this week. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. I yep. forgot. Ooh. So when you get back, we'll have to do Royal Caribbean Thanksgiving. Most definitely. I love doing I'm, that. I'm looking forward to being in the Caribbean on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's freaking cold here. It's going to be cold up by you. Get Getting a little bit of sun. Yeah. It's With perfect. my sons. <laughs> It's much better. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be in Chicago. It'll be 12 degrees. But the boy, the thing the boys are most excited about uh-huh. on this cruise uh-huh. is the uh, sports complex. So they, they want to play basketball at sea. Oh, that's cool. Indoors, nonetheless. Yeah, that's cool. That's nice. Yeah, it's one of the uh, one the one that we did to Alaska, whatever that class is. Or uh, Odeon, or, or I forget what it was. What was uh, what was the one we did, Lisa? Uh, Alaska. It was quantum. Quantum, quantum class. Quantum class. Quantum and ship. quantum ship. Quantum yes. of the seas. Yeah. Oh, you'll have a good time. Have I'm they been forward to booking? Have they been on a cruise? Cruise while on board. Yeah, they have. We sailed on the Disney Magic to. Okay. All right. Uh, Antigua and uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, that's cool Puerto too. Rico. That's right. All right. Yeah. 2019. Oh, they'll, they'll enjoy it. Plus you go somewhere sunny, sunny and warm during winter, which is always my favorite. Yep. Making a stop in Port Canaveral. Yep. And then Nassau. And then Coco Cay. We're going to have a perfect day at Coco Cay. Oh my gosh. You set that. Perfect. Oh, you got to give us a, yeah, you can give us a review on that private island too. Now you said you're doing water park. Did you say if you were doing a cabana? We are not. Okay. You're not doing a cabana. Cool beans. 
All right. We're going to have a lot more to report on. That'll that'll be good. Um, I kind of think my next trip is going to, well, aside from Chicago, um, early December, I'm heading out to Anaheim. That's the Disneyland. Yeah. So we'll have some information on Disneyland. Disneyland. And I'm going to fly straight from LAX uh-huh. to Orlando to get on the Wonder of the Seas, Royal Caribbean Wonder of the Seas. A Which a little bit of Disneyland news updates since we're talking about Disneyland. <laughs> Why uh, not? They resumed sale of the Magic Key today. Hmm. Which is their annual pass. And guess when they discontinued the sale of the Magic Key? When was it? Today. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah, the, it, 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 it happened pretty fast. What did they sell out? Uh, 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 Apparently. Apparently. But yeah, it was. It's so uh, strange to me now. Very. Like you could, there was never a time ever where you, you would just buy an annual pass whenever. And now they're like not even available. And then if they are available, they, they're sold out in a day. Yeah. The, the, uh, the passes. The Imagine Key yeah. was available for four forty nine. Wow. The Believe Key was available for ten ninety nine, and the Inspire Key was available for fifteen ninety nine. Well, sixteen hundred dollars. So they were, and they were only renewing Enchant Keys. They were not selling new ones. But yeah, they, 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 they theoretically they went on sale yesterday, and they discontinued sales today yikes so <laughs> yeah well the, uh, well the only other thing that's similar in relevance is this taylor swift thing that's going on uh, yeah uh, so the the taylor swift tickets went on sale so this is my only thing where i feel like i know disney's expensive and it's ridiculous but then i look at the price of a taylor swift ticket and i'm like it makes Disney look like a bargain. Like the ticket, some of the tickets that like just the standard tickets were like, some people were paying like $1,200. The most expensive was, uh, ticket was $28,000. You get to go home with her with, for that? It's unbelievable. And then the, the tickets that started at like 460 or 480, like were gone in seconds. And then tickets that are getting resold are anywhere from, 1200 2400 4800 for one ticket for 2 hours. I know. And then you put like a family of 4 in there. You're going to pay 5 $50 for parking, you're going to pay I know, and then you $12 got, for a hot dog. And then you're going to get a a shirt for some like 100 and some odd dollars. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So then I feel like oh, you get a lot more I know Disney's people are angry <laughs> about the prices, but you get a two-hour Taylor Swift concert. Woof, that's a lot of money. What was the last concert you went to? Uh, Eat to the Beat. <laughs> Air Supply. Probably. Epcot. That was, see, what a deal. It was included in my park ticket. Wow. It was included in my Epcot ticket. Yeah. And I got to go, and I didn't have to fight anybody for a seat. Well, yeah, we did. And I got to sit down. The, the rain was, like, pouring down our backs. And it was covered. It was oh kind gosh. of covered. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was oh. it was cover adjacent. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was not in the rain. Yes, I was. So it was my gallant it's night. Another reason that it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Versus spending at least twelve hundred dollars if you can even get a ticket to Taylor Swift. I times four. I just couldn't for two hour something with people jammed shoulder to shoulder. Well, I want to do the Shen Yun, the Chinese dance and history thing. Uh You know what it is. Oh, is it the thing that's on the restaurant wall? Yes. The the poster. So I, I want to do that, but even doing that, you're looking at Atlanta shows being anywhere from 150 to 300 to, well, let's say 250 and then you have all the junk fees. So $300 a person for the show. And, you know, I'd love to take my family, but you're looking over $1,000 to watch a show. Yeah. And that's not an amazing seat, right? Well, it could be. It could be. Yeah. You know, if you're paying the the upper end of 250. Yeah. 300. Parking. It's, it's a lot. So it does make me still feel like if you can do it right, you can do a universal, a cruise, a Disney vacation. And get a lot more value. Or you could just value. go fly a kite in the park. Yeah, you can do that too. I'll I'll sell you that for like thirty dollars. Well, that's part of. It. <laughs> and I'll throw in a coke. Well, that's the other thing you can do so much at. Well, cruise it's all included. It depends on where you cruise, but yeah, pretty much, or an all inclusive. A lot is all inclusive resort, or even Disney. You don't have to go to the park every day. You can hang out at the pool. So there's a lot of ways to cut costs and still have an amazing time. But anyway. Uh, We need to give everyone a reminder that if you are planning to go to Disney in 2023, uh, ticket increases go in effect on tickets purchased December 8th and beyond. So if you get a package now, if you book a Disney vacation now that has tickets and you don't change it and it's for 2023, do you get the existing price or do you get, or when they go up, they go up? I mean, no, if you buy it now for March, that you're, they're not going to change you're, the price. You're locked in at the... But if you buy it on December 8th or 10th or 14th, you, you're going to pay a lot more money because the prices will go up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, buy your packages now. Lock them in. I mean, if you're, con- if you're considering going, if it's a contemplation for you, put the deposit down. It's a $200 deposit for your room and tickets. And that way you are locked into the pricing. And it's $200. And hopefully, if you're contemplating a Disney vacation, uh, you find that to be a reasonable deposit. But yeah, it's completely 100% refundable, um, you know, based on terms. But yeah, lock it in. Save some money. Buy some extra Mickey Mouse ice cream bars. All right. You guys can contact us if you want more information on that. And we will get you set up with a Pixie agent. And they will get you squared away with that uh, deposit which again is like a a lock in with really no it's a it's a win-win if you go great you got the better price and if you decide not to go well we cancel it and you get your money back so yeah contact us for more information but I think with that I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast if you have any comments or questions for us or even want to quote 
You can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>